0: What is going on everybody? Welcome back to the Dugout. My name is Drew. Alongside me is Ben. And uh we're back. Um got a few things to talk about. Some exciting things going on in the AL East as well as another uh guess the player by hair segment that we're going to be doing again. Um here is number 1. Oh, baby. Um all right. So Well, oh, no guess right off the rip, huh?
1: Off the rip, my guess. Is a first baseman. It's not Freddie Freeman. Okay. Oh, man. I feel like I've seen this a thousand times. AL East. AL East. So, all right. It's not Judge. It's not Rizzo. It's not Stanton.
0: It's not a Yankee. It's not a Yankee. It's not an Oriole, either. He's a pitcher. That's not... Is that Chris Sale? It's not Chris Sale. Want me to tell you who it is?
1: So well, tell me what team it is first. It's the Blue Jays. Oh, is it no? Gosman has long hair. <sighs> Manoa's hair is not that long.
0: It is Alec Manoa. That is Manoa. I didn't think his hair looking, was. Looking looking off into the distance for a big <clears throat> neck All Right there in that picture. Okay. Yep. All right. O for one. I love it. Here is number two. That one is that's Freddie <laughs> Freeman. That is Freddie Freeman. There we go. I knew those two look exactly the same for some reason. Number three. I feel like you're going to instantly get this one. Hopefully you don't, though. Okay. We'll make it fun. Who is that?
1: What in the... I got to zoom in on more on that. Let's see.
0: Any guesses so far? I feel like that could be the long hair era Bryce Harper. Like the shaggy. This is a first baseman. This is not Bryce Harper first baseman is that tristan casas no it's wow it is got it that's your boy boy tristan casas okay will not be getting rookie of the year
1: i don't think anyone
0: deserves it right now and let's move on to number four this one might be tricky
1: that one is a bit tricky yeah this guy seems a bit older Mm.
0: he's an outfielder won't really say if he's older or not he's on a new team this year okay outfielder looking really good so far a new actually. team this year yeah huh. looking really good on his new team is actually. it kevin kiermaier it is not oh, kevin kiermaier fuck. i'll give you one more guess
1: okay hmm new team
0: yeah it was a uh he was an mvp a few years ago um and had some down years actually
1: oh, it's ballinger
0: Cody Bellinger. Yep. You are. What are you right now? You got Casas. You got, got Freddie
1: Casas and Bellinger. If you count that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll kind of.
0: I'll get. I'll give it to you. Okay, the last one. I hope you don't get this one All too right. quickly. Any guesses? Off the rip.
1: Off the rip.
0: Off the rip. Just Is this based picture on from that. this year? Do you know? Um. It's not. It is not. It's from last year. Why? Who are you thinking? You think someone had a different haircut?
1: was a guy I was thinking with longer hair now. Who? Cedric Mullins.
0: It's not Cedric Mullins. He is an outfielder, though.
1: Does he still have the same hair as, as this picture?
0: Um, like, relatively I think so. the same? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure he does.
1: Another outfielder.
0: It's on a team that you said will be, uh, should be pretty exciting to watch. I think you said that. I'm pretty sure.
1: Is this player hurt often?
0: No. Very exciting to watch. Probably going to be like the face of the uh, team he's on right now. Was a rookie, and I'll say he was recently a rookie. Won't really say the year.
1: Reason. Okay. What team did I say would be exciting to watch? Oh he was a rookie last year who is it was he a rookie last year who is it was he a rookie last year
0: he was that's the j-rod show the j-rod show yes sir dang so you were uh you were four for one
1: yep four for or one that makes sense
0: yeah, yeah, yeah yeah three for four moving on ben what do we got
1: we're going to talk uh, we're going to talk a little Fernando Tatís Jr. He has returned to the Padres after his suspension. Um <clears throat> obviously he was able to play in AAA which I I didn't think was allowed first of all. Um I didn't think you could have any affiliation to Major League Baseball if you were suspended. I guess you can play in the minors. I, I don't really It's been a while since we've seen a PED suspension so I guess um or at least a notable P D suspension, where where a player would would uh draw attention to playing in the minors. So I guess I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's a new thing. I, I have no idea. Who's um, the last
0: PED suspension? Kano?
1: Probably. And I guess he played in the minors too. I do remember that. Yeah. Um. But I I don't know. It's uh. I'm not a big coffee fan as it is. Um. Let's see who the last PD suspension was. Pretty sure it was
0: Cano. So yeah, you've never you've never been too high on Tatis in the first. So place. in twenty twenty
1: two, we had Tatis, Carlos Martinez, J C Mejia, and Pedro Severino. Twenty twenty one, we had Laureano.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cano was twenty twenty. Emmanuel Clase was suspended for PDs. Wow, I had no really? idea.
0: Really, what year was that?
1: Uh twenty twenty. Interesting. Yeah um can oh can got busted twice damn yeah <clears throat> yeah um i don't know i the the issue with i have the issue i have with tatis is uh just the immaturity level i think um which you know this may have changed and this whole situation may have uh woken his eyes up to it but he <sighs> you just you can't I think be he's... going around in the off season doing stupid stuff getting hurt yeah. Um, Continuing to do stupid stuff. Like, it's just the Padres were fed up with it. His teammates were fed up with it. Like, you have to understand that you're a franchise player. <clears throat> you're getting paid a lot of money to do that. And it's just not that hard to, like, put ATVing aside and not breaking your wrist. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I think he's so one you're... of the, the greatest talents that this game could probably ever see. Yeah. But he's our the injuries he's had so far in his career are injuries. I think that that are going to hinder him the rest of his career, especially for such an explosive player, Um, for like sure. the back injury. I mean, that back injuries never, it, those always linger, hang around. Like I feel like that's always going to have some effect on him, especially as he gets older, he's hurt his shoulder and he's hurt his wrist. Like, you know, he, he's hurting parts of his body that, are Very important to baseball players and, and you know have impactful effects, uh, down the line, especially because I think he dislocated his shoulder one time, like that, those never really healed exactly the same. Um, I, I just I can't put my money on, on Tatis being a Padres franchise player for his entire career because just based off his injury history, um, I, I feel like he's he's kind of reckless and I, I just I don't see it. I, I really don't. I think he's going to be. Um, <clears throat> similar to a, a DeGrom type player where it's like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're going to get a few seasons of, of absolutely ridiculous production. Um, but it's just being able to stay healthy long enough and being able to, let, you know, stay on the field for your team. And I, I just, I don't see it a hundred percent. Um, and I think the Padres, I mean the podgers are already have had their issues with it. And I think if, you know, something happens again, um, I think they, they would, I think they've already looked on moving on and I think they would seriously consider that, um, after another incident as well.
0: Yeah. I like the, uh, the DeGrom comparison. That's pretty spot on. Um, if we do see that with Tatis, wasn't there injury, like talking about his injuries, there's, he had an issue with like a bike or something. Didn't he fall off a bike?
1: Yeah. I think that that was the most recent one was, with the wrist. And then he took, he wasn't. So basically what I have collected what, from this is that he hurt it doing that. Whatever. Over with Was that
0: after the suspension though. No, this was before. This is why he got
1: suspended because he took – he wasn't healing as fast as I think he thought he was going to be Um, because he was supposed to come back in like April, June last year and it just really wasn't coming along. Um, And his return date kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So I think uh, it was very clear on why he took uh, the steroid that he did, which was a regenerative steroid to you know, obviously – Help him return faster, and he got he got busted for it, and then he made it worse and lied, saying there's a haircut. Like, come on, yeah. it just uh, just you know, well, everyone everyone could see, everyone with two eyes can see what he was doing and what he was trying to do. Um, it was a very poor excuse. Uh, he could have said nothing. He could have just said, "I'm sorry." You didn't. You didn't. You didn't have to say anything about it. Uh, but that's what they did. So,
0: yeah, um, <clears throat> definitely seems like he's reckless but I mean this has this had to have opened his eyes a little bit I hope Um, so not just like the media and the fans responding to it but I mean the Padres themselves Um, in the offseason I mean going after they went after Judge too but they were going after Bogarts and Trey Turner yeah so I mean he can obviously see that going around on media and whatnot and I mean I'm not saying that's directly why they were going after them obviously not they're two great players but I mean definitely puts into his head um you know probably like am I gonna be here long term still or like I don't know so I mean I feel like he's gonna he'll have a decent season though um definitely can't be reckless though with the injuries I mean that's that's the main priority right there
1: yeah I mean I think that's my other issue with him too is he he's doesn't really have a position as good as bad as he's gonna be in the lineup, but like he's a liability in the field. Um they obviously moved him off of shortstop because he just he I mean he led the league in errors one year. Uh he's just never really been great at shortstop. Um again even the way he plays sometimes is very reckless. It's just you know he tries to do yeah uh some superhuman things which I, admittedly he has the ability to do. Um <clears throat> but it just it feels very reckless at points and and you know uh trying to make a play and just don't feel like he thinks as much as he should. He, it happened the other night. Um, Mike, I don't know if you can clip it, but uh, he caught a... He got a ball in the outfield, and instead of throwing to the cut, he threw directly to yeah. the plate, which allowed Josh Rojas to advance from second to third. Um and then the next pitch or the next batter, they hit a sack fly to it was either to tie the game or take the lead. And it's it's just those little things. And I get he's new at the outfield and I understand that. But like you, that's basic baseball. Like you have to understand that you have to hit your cut, um, especially when you don't have a play at the base, because he didn't really have a play at the base. So you have to know to, to pull back, hit the cut, don't allow it's the small things that don't allow a runner to advance, um, especially to third base. It, it's just the little things like that. I think rub me the yeah. wrong way about him. Like, I, in there's other things that rub people the wrong way about him with the whole bat flip and thing. Like, that's great. I love that. It's great for yeah, baseball. Yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible. Hundred uh, percent. As a player, and in, in um, <clears throat> just doing things on the baseball field, and you know, trying to make crazy Jeter jump throws and throwing them away, and not hitting cuts like. That's, that's the stuff that bothers me about him. He just feels very immature still. And I, I mean, I'll, hopefully he comes around because he's, he's a great player. He's good for baseball. Um, you know, PEDs aside, he's an exciting player to watch. Um, so hopefully that's something he can kind of, kind of grow out of and, and start to, uh, open his eyes towards.
0: Yeah. You mentioned the immaturity level. I mean, he's, uh, he's still a kid. So, I mean, that's there. Plus he was just on the show or the, uh, he was on the cover of the show, um, well, that was really right after his breakout year. So like all these things are happening at once he's getting famous and whatnot. I mean, that just could be all added to your head, adding to the, him being more immature and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, the, the I, I understand um, that,
1: but like at the same time, like we've seen it with, with every other, you know, especially like show type cover player too. It's like jazz doesn't yeah. do that stuff. Uh, you know, true. we didn't see judge do that stuff. Bryce Harper didn't do it. Like, it's just different. Like, I guess different people handle, you know, a a, a massive gain in fame differently. But um, I think as as you kind of look at it, it's, you know, it happens in the NFL a lot. You know, guys can't really figure it out. Um, Feels like it doesn't happen so much in baseball. Yeah. but I don't know, it, it, it certainly feels like he's he's on that path, which, you know, hopefully he can break out of. But like, I I think one of the things that comes to mind all the time is like the the Machado clip yelling at him saying, yeah, um, it's yeah. not about you. Like, I think that like that's just that the, the small like you got to like start to grow up. And I get that was a couple of years ago, but um, it still feels like, you know, some of those like, you know, throwing all the way home instead of hitting the cut feels very, you know, like not about the team. Um, type thing from tati so it's just something i hope that he can kind of figure out and change
0: i mean the outfield the outfield iq might just not even be there yet i mean he played the yeah. outfield <clears throat> before he got injured i'm pretty sure he played a little bit in the outfield right
1: yeah i mean he played it uh, last or where last two years yeah. ago or whatever it was um but but even like i get that but at the same time it's like he played shortstop shortstops the cutoff man for most plays um right
0: yeah and it's simple it, it's just knowledge. things you
1: like have to understand and I, I think he obviously does know that um and especially I mean I think when you watch that play happen like during the game you know it's not really a huge deal and it's something you look back more at later on and you know that's what I saw on Twitter um but it's like yeah, it's just it's just the very little things that that matter uh in in terms of that can add up in terms of a 162 game season and add up even just in a nine in, nine inning game. Um, that you don't really bat an eye at at the beginning because it wasn't like an atrocious thing to do. It's just it's just the small things and using your head and and not trying to be S- Superman all the time, which I think he tries to do. I think that um, if he, uh, I, I don't want to take his passion and electricity out of his game. Like you, you never want to do that with a player. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's more so like understanding your role and understanding that you don't have, especially on the Padres, you don't have to be Superman on the Padres um, with that roster. And then two, it's just doing things right. Like you have to do, do things the right way. Um, You have to be a smart player. And I I think that he lets his, uh, his emotions for the game control uh, his actions more than, you know, just playing smart baseball. Yeah.
0: I just, I really don't think he's like an outfielder to be honest. I'll just say it like so athletic, I think you got to put that athletic ability into the infield, but then again, like you you Padres yeah. obviously had no plans to put him in the infield, extending uh Cronenworth went out and got Bogarts. So, I mean, I don't know, they know what's going on. Um, I don't know, it's just it's a mess, honestly. Yeah, the Padres
1: of. aren't looking great either. We talked about it last, last episode, yeah. but uh, that team is struggling definitely right now. <clears throat>
0: Well, we'll see if uh they can pick it back up um offensively. Um yeah, just not the start that we were looking for. And I've said this previously, that team on paper is just too good to look at and not be good. So I mean, yeah. Well, uh we'll see what happens. All right. The uh the Oakland Athletics are making the move to Vegas. It is uh it's happening. Uh, I it was talked about previously a little a little while ago, but um, it's happening. Uh, they are keeping the name the Athletics. That is confirmed by the uh, Athletics president. Uh, what's his name? Dave Cavill, I think. But um, yeah. What are what are your thoughts on this, Ben? Is it a, is it a good move? I mean, does it make sense? Um, I initial thoughts. I feel bad for the city of Oakland. Um,
1: they have lost. They lost the Raiders. They just lost the A's. Um, and they lost the A's to really no fault of their own. Um, it's not like... Yeah. You know, I, I I saw the clips this week, um, you know, from when they're in the playoffs. Like, that that stadium gets packed when, when the A's are in the playoffs. Um, and when they had a good team, like, people consistently showed up. People always watched them play. Um, we aren't far removed. from. They used to have Simeon. They used to have Chapman, Donaldson. They had a plethora medals. of great players. Yeah, they had some incredible players. Um, it's not like they're in the money ball era. I you know, I'm not really sure what, you know their goal was. Um, the returns they got on some of these trades were horrendous. Um, <clears throat> they have one of the worst, if not the worst farm in baseball, as well as probably the, definitely the worst team in baseball. Um, I found it here uh, the a's have the worst run differential at -100 through 21 games in mlb history the next closest was the 1988 baltimore orioles at -85 they also have the worst e- they also have <laughs> the worst era in mlb history through 21 games their total team era at the current moment is 8.08 which oh, is god oh i mean that is awful it's not even close yeah. um they're 4 and 17 so far to start the season um they have six losses by 10 or more runs from 2019 to 2022. They lost six games total by 10 or more runs. Their run differential, obviously, as I uh, just mentioned is hundred. Um, that nothing is good. Uh, going to Vegas, isn't going to fix it either. Um, will it maybe attract a couple free agents? Maybe, but like the big name free agents, they're not going to want to go play in Oakland unless other big name free agents are there as well. Um, yeah. <clears throat> ownership has to do something. Uh, whether it's a change in ownership, whether I I really don't know. I I don't, I get the, uh, especially playing at the Oakland Coliseum. Like I I understand, like it's not a great place to go as of right now. Um, And maybe going to Vegas, change that with a new stadium and whatnot, better facilities. But I, I don't see any, they don't have a farm. I don't see any realm of them going to Vegas and and being a successful team. Um, Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's not a great time to be an athletics fan, obviously. Uh, I feel bad for the city of Oakland because I think the only major sports team they have now is the Warriors. Um, yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame because there are some great clips of Oakland A playoff games. Obviously, the Moneyball movie, you saw how you know everyone is into the A's. Uh, it sucks. It really sucks for them. Um, they've had nothing to cheer about for uh, what seems, I don't know, probably since 2015, 2016, maybe like, even when they had Olsen, they were awful. Yeah. Um, their last playoff runs, I think were like the, the most exciting thing. And that was cool. It was always fun to watch the Oakland A's in the playoffs, but I, it's not going to happen for a bit. Um, I don't know if they're, I don't know if going, I don't know if Vegas will, will be strong, a strong enough, uh, reason to attract any big name free agents to, to come over there as it, as it stands currently. Um, I think it's just, uh, it's uh, it's a, it's not a winning move by any means, uh, maybe for ownership, but it's, uh, it's not great. Not great by any means.
0: Yeah. You, uh, you mentioned the, um, the returns they got for, you know, some of the recent trades they've had in the past and whatnot, but, um, I don't know, that's gotta be, and you mentioned how bad they were, like they got nothing in return, but that, I feel like that had to have been like a mutual thing with like the player themselves and the organization just like, get me out of here. Yeah. And like, I feel like the A's uh, front office knows like, all right, we obviously know that nothing's going on. So we got to get the superstar like somewhere where you can win. I don't know. That's, that's, what's in my head about that. But, um, Mike, you got to stop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. But, um, moving to Vegas, I think that is a solid move actually. Um, the way I can think of it is Manny Machado went to San Diego with basically <clears throat> nothing. Um, he was literally the first bigger name in that big four that they have now. And, I mean, that seemed to work out. Yeah, um, but, like, the
1: A's don't have the amount of money the Padres yeah, did to throw. it I know, know that's the I know. issue.
0: But they're building this $1.5 ballpark. Yeah, Las which Bages. they got to
1: pay off by getting fans. I don't know if I guess what I mean. I don't...
0: That's... But I don't know. I feel like if the if they somehow that works out, um, I feel like a lot of players will want to go and play, <clears> hundred percent.
1: <throat> yeah, it's, it's just... definitely like a great place. Like if I was a player, like I would love to go play in Vegas. People would be there every night, um, yeah. whether it's A's fans or tourists. Um, but like if I if it was this coming off season or the off season right before the stadium opened, like and there was still nothing there, like I'm not going to go play for a, a crap team and just be in Vegas to lose. Like, I, I'm just not going to do it. Um, I, even like in the NFL, it's not like the Raiders saw any massive. I mean, they got some free agents for sure. Um, you know, Chandler Jones was one of them. Um, but like I, the reason being Vegas, I don't think, I don't think helps them helps their case as much as uh they'd like to think it would.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're definitely still going to be really bad. <clears throat> um, it's going to take some time. And the farm thing, I mean, you said they don't have a farm. So, I mean, no, they're in a, I don't really know what they can do. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, they're, I feel they're like in a bad hole. That's where they just thought they could move to Vegas and then. Yeah. That'll I mean, solve everything. That's the tough not, part about uh, baseball
1: too, is like, you can draft that. You can draft like a madman and, and make every correct pick, but it doesn't matter. It's not like the NFL where that works for you the next year. Um, and it yeah. provides a, a boost to your team the next year. Um, you you gotta wait at least two years for that, so it's just uh, it's a, it's gonna be a long build. It's it's definitely gonna be a long build for them.
0: Yeah. No. Um, moving on from <laughs> whatever he just said. Um, <coughs> damn, what was I was gonna say. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, so I read some facts. I actually made a video on the whole, the whole move that they're doing. It's going to, like I said before, it's going to be costing $1.5 billion. It's going to sit 35,000 people. Um, it's gonna have a partially retractable roof. That's really all I got from that. And it's set to open in time for the 2027 season. I'm sure the stadium will be gorgeous, but yeah, it's probably going to, Be one of the best. I
1: hope they can do something by 2027.
0: While we're talking about this real quick, did you see, I don't know if this was even real or not, but they want to like bring an MLB team to Utah. I did see that. Yeah. They put in a bid to like buy uh buy land or someone showed like a concept or picture concept of what it would look like with the like mountains. Yeah. I I mean, have you seen the BYU baseball stadium?
1: I have not. Mike, if you make this a short link, it it's It's
0: gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm sure the uh the A's uh field's gonna be crazy though, hundred percent. Said it was gonna be near the uh, strip, the Las Vegas strip as well. Mm-hmm. So like the view's probably gonna be crazy. So yeah. We'll see what happens mm-hmm. with the A's. Um I'll tell you right now, they're probably not gonna win anything anytime soon. I,
1: I don't I can't see them like with their farm right now. And even if they draft well the next few years, um, <clears throat> barring a, a massive free, like a, a lot of massive free agent signings, um, I, I can't see them winning until 2030-something. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's that's their only option is these free agent signings. They have, their fans have nothing to look forward to, no farm system, uh, no really stars on the team right now. They have the... The Japanese pitchers on there, right? Is he supposed to be good?
1: Yeah, but he's uh been really bad. Yeah, he's really so bad so far.
0: Like very bad. Um, yeah, so I mean Yeah, it's tough. Um Trying right. to see
1: their uh their payroll here. So their active payroll is thirty six million dollars. Um it's the highest paid on the A's? Well, so, total payroll is $60 million. I don't know how much they, they have to play with past that. Um, Their highest player is a Ledmus-Diaz at <laughs> $6.5 million. Dude,
0: that uh, is Which is 10% unreal. of their payroll.
1: Yeah. They are only paying one, two, three, four, five. They're paying six players over a million dollars on their current active roster.
0: It's sad. Are, sad times. Well, their
1: highest paid player is Trevor May, but he is currently... Away from the team, so
0: Trevor May. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's just, it sucks. I don't, there's really nothing else you can say about that. <laughs> all right, Drew. So the as it
1: sits right now, the AL East, all five teams are over 500. Uh, the Rays are 19 and three. The Orioles are 14 and seven. Yankees are 13 and nine. The Blues are also 13 and nine. And with the win last night, the Red Sox are 12 and 11. So all five AL East teams over 500 um pretty crazy uh to to look at we knew that the AL East was one of the the more stacked divisions in baseball it has been for the for the past couple years um and now with the Orioles having finally having their uh I don't want to call it a resurgence but uh finally you know hitting their their stride with especially with these prospects and being second in the AL East right now over teams like the Blue Jays and the Yankees which is crazy um this is a really good division. Uh, it's going to be a fight the entire year. Um, <clears throat> the Red Sox, a lot better than I expected them to be. Their pitching is god-awful, but uh, in terms of, you know, run scoring, I think they have one of the better offenses in baseball. Um, the Blue Jays, this is probably about what I expected from them. Um, honestly, thought the Yankees would be doing a bit better. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. The Orioles, I think, are over-exceeding. Um, and then the Rays are just the Rays are on a different planet at the moment. I mean they've yeah they have a home run in all twenty two games they've played this year. It's the highest run differential through however many games ever. Uh, they started off on a thirteen game win streak. It, it's just it's insane what that team is doing. Um, I, hopefully they can keep it up for the entire year. Um, I don't know. Without I, it. I, I f- <sighs> it has to stop at some point. It's just, I think it's going to be a matter of when it stops, how far do they tumble. Um,
0: Other but, than them paying uh, Wander Franco, I'm pretty sure their payroll is pretty low itself as well.
1: Who is who's that pitcher they signed this offseason? Um, he's the highest-paid pitcher in their franchise in history, ever. And it's not that the much. Raise? Yeah.
0: I don't know. Was he on a different team? Yeah. Where do you get?
1: Here, I'll find it.
0: Yeah, find that real quick. It is
1: Zach Eflin. That's who it was. Uh, oh yeah, their yeah, highest yeah, yeah. paid pitcher ever. He came they're from the Phillies. Him Eleven I think. million dollars right now. Um,
0: did he come from the Phillies? Yeah. Yeah, the raise. It's just, it's just not making sense. It's got to end soon. Hey, you would think so, right? Um, it it will. Can't, it can't.
1: They'll get Boz back, I th- maybe sometime this year. Uh, Jeffrey Springs probably off the season. Uh, they might get Glasnow back relatively soon as well. Taj Bradley looked really good so far uh, to begin his career. <clears throat> um, but that whole pitching staff is just through and through, really good. Uh, and that offense right now, I, you just never really think about the Rays as being like a power hitting offense, but but they are right now. I mean, twenty two yeah. games, the home run is insane, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, it, it, they really don't, and they really just really don't have a, like a quote unquote star. Like they have Wander definitely, but they don't have a Bryce Harper. They don't have a Mike Trout. They don't have a yeah. they don't have a Kyle Tucker, a Jose Altuve, Aaron Judge, and they're the best team in baseball, and it's not even close. Um, it's just it's just crazy what they've been able to do the last decade. Um, and I think. This might finally be the year that they uh they they wind up in the playoffs or in the World Series. I'd say obviously there's the whole Blake Snell debacle uh, a couple of years ago, um, yeah. But you know this this might this could
0: be the year. We'll see. Um, you mentioned the Yankees could do a little better. Uh, yes, but uh, injuries, man. tons of it. Yeah, tons of injuries. Honestly, somewhat in the same boat as the Red Sox. I mean, we have pitching wise. I mean, we're throwing out Johnny Brito. Um, I'm sure you a lot of people Johnny was, was going to be
1: the man like two pods ago.
0: Yo, shut up. But, um, <laughs> not a lot of people even know who he is. So, I mean, Montas out, uh, red Carlos Redone, no clue when he's back. Yeah. Um, so you're really throwing, you're really focusing on Garrett Cole and Nestor Cortez. And me personally, I'm not even sold on Nestor. I'm not um, either. That was a crazy year. I mean, he's, he at, uh, yeah, the year is crazy. I mean, he's, Doing pretty well this year, but I mean, I'm not sold on him. Um, I think uh, he'll
1: be like a good pitcher for the Russian's career, but it, no, I don't think he'll ever touch what he did last year. Um, yeah, no. I think he found something last year that like super worked, um, but I think that's. I think hitters are going to easily adjust to that at some point down the road, <clears throat> uh, especially AL East guys. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it.
0: Last year, like every time the Yankees played the Orioles at Camden, it seems like. He was about to throw a no hitter every single game I watched. But yeah. I don't I don't know what he was on, but yeah. Uh injuries suck. Um pretty pretty excited about Volpe so far. I mean, it's pretty exciting to watch. Two home runs, uh couple stolen bases. So I mean he's just gotta get the feel for the game. I'm sure he'll be good. And um yeah, AL East. It's just, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy right now.
1: Like as of, as of right now, anyone can make it out of that division. Yeah. I'm done. That's it. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> what? Like, when's the last time you won a World Series?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can the pod hear you, Mike? Got to like put in a blooper at the end or something. We should start recording. Can hear it through Ben's mic. We can hear it through Ben's mic. Yeah, we should record your voice because that's what like no like honestly like the producer on um what's it called John Boy? Yeah, he's always like in the bottom right. He has his own like face cam. It's really tiny. Yeah, it's like really tiny. Mike yelling at his
1: fucking dog during the pod.
0: Yeah, you. We should one hundred percent like sort that out. Like get you on here, but not like. You know, all right, I'm going to do the outro. Alrighty. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the dugout. Um, we hope you didn't join. If you did, please drop a like. If you're new, subscribe it does help out the, uh, the channel. Be sure to check out, uh, clutch points on all social media platforms, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you watch videos, really, uh, we're everywhere. We're on Spotify for the pod. But, um, yeah, that's it for me. Ben, anything else you want to add on?
1: Mm. Oh, fuck. I had a good MVP take, but I can't remember who I said. Oh, Pete Alonzo, 2023 NL MVP.
0: Will he break uh, Aaron Judge's record this year?
1: <clears throat> no, probably not because he doesn't play in Mickey Mouse
0: ballpark. Yeah, and he's not as good as Aaron Judge, obviously. Alrighty, righty, so thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out.